Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Finding high quality mental health care can be daunting and exhausting. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, depression, insomnia, stress, grief, big life changes, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can now use FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is the Cinemile. It's the podcast where we used to walk home from the movies. And now we walk around... In circles, <laughs> a very short radius. About movies we've just watched at home. Yes. So tonight we're watching a movie, and it's called The Lovebirds. And we're really excited because it has like two of our favourite actors. Well, for me, I'm absolutely obsessed with Issa Rae, and she's the female lead. And then Dave's obsessed with <laughs> how do we say his name, Kamal? Kamal Nanjiani. Kamal Nanjiani. Uh, who is? Um, well, we saw him in uh, the. Starring role in The Big Sick, which he wrote uh, which is great. with his I wife, love that Emily Gordon, about their true life, um, mm-hmm. uh, how they met and fell in love, which so is a good. great movie, which we reviewed with um, Helen O'Hara from Empire uh, many, years ago. many moons ago, and if I'm you want to sure scroll back in the feed. I loved it so much. It was like one of my top movies of the year that year. It's it was. A brilliant yeah. rom-com. Um, so he's got good rom-com pedigree and he's also in Silicon Valley for those who watch that show. And yes, it, and he shows up. He's a... He's a um, a very funny and likable and intelligent man on Twitter and on every and he just seems to show up everywhere he shows up in every piece of American comedy I seem to consume uh, podcasts everywhere so I'm he's, sure he was he's very prolific him and his wife for uh, the big sick yeah and, and even may have uh, won no, don't remember don't so. no um, didn't okay. and Issa Rae for those who uh, don't know her she created 
stars in and like produces Insecure which is a brilliant HBO comedy they really great show three seasons of it so far you keen listeners will know we recommend it every year in our best TV of the year when it's out hasn't been out in a while um, so and anyway she, we love them both we love them both yeah. and she's, she's absolutely um, a, she's a, one, a really great writer and a really like uh, charming um, screen presence yeah. actor right? so I really she's, she's a lovely she's yeah. a lovely person to watch <laughs> so anyway I can't wait to see them both together to be honest I'm like really yeah it's an interesting this feels like this is casting this is zeitgeist casting yeah. I feel like who, whoever the casting director of the lovebirds is give them an Oscar because they <laughs> they just like picked like the two two people at their peak in their prime right now they picked it for us I think uh, and like as we all know Netflix is the home of rom-coms now um, so. yeah so I had a quick look on the Wikipedia page for this because mm-hmm. I was I was this is the kind of movie where it could have either been a Netflix planned Netflix release because mm-hmm. it's a mid-budget sort of rom-com I believe um, that's what I thought like Netflix had commissioned it so it no? seems like it's, it seems like perfect Netflix fair because they seem that seems to be the home of these things and they yeah. don't get big theatrical releases no uh, surprisingly um, this was due to be released in cinemas in April um, Aww, and to be distributed by uh, I think it was Paramount maybe may have that wrong um but yeah, That's yeah. Rubbish so rubbish because you never have movie, you never have rom coms in the cinema, and you never have um, movies without white leads. Yes, like rom coms, other than like Crazy Rich Asians or something like that. So it which, would have been like killed at the box office. Yeah. And, and it's interesting you mentioned that. Now, as... but to be fair, Crazy Rich Asians was based on a hugely successful book, so it was unlikely. Uh, yes, an, an unknown property would have made that kind of money. No, no, but it is an interesting example to bring up in this context because uh, the makers of. Crazy Rich Asians were offered a trilogy to sign with Netflix and turned it down because they wanted it's a really fascinating story they, oh yes because, they wanted yeah. it to get a cinematic release because they wanted Asian representation on the big screen yeah. and to be seen by as many people yeah, because as possible before the, before, and it paid off and it was a huge box office success before Crazy Rich Asians the last movie with an all Asian cast had been like the Joy Look Club which was a really long time ago um, so yeah it is really important for these movies to get in cinema um, but also Netflix thank you for picking this up because there's just so many movies that have missed their cinematic release now that frankly how are they all going to catch up so I'm glad yeah. they're going somewhere um, and I can't wait to watch this I'm super excited also caught a glimpse that it's like really short as all rom-coms should be how long is it? Like I think around ninety minutes or less. Oh, exciting! Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know much about this. Except I don't know I know, anything. Oh, you don't know anything? Me. Okay, fine. I haven't no. even seen a trailer. All I've seen is a picture of the two of them, and I was like, woohoo! Well, so, unfortunately, Netflix does this thing where it plays the bloody trailer. Yeah, but see, the core difference between you and me is that you actually go on I Netflix can't. and browse and look at stuff. <laughs> yeah. I only go to Netflix when I know what. We're no, I watch. don't browse. This is the thing. I don't browse Netflix because no. that's a horrific experience, <laughs> and no one should ever do that. But I'm got. I'm trying to get to the thing I know I want to find, and as you go on it just starts playing stuff and then the other annoying thing which I hate about Netflix is you finish thing something and then there's and I've talked about this before and the credits are rolling and often it's like whoa it's like what have I just experienced or just like I want that to sink in and there's this an amazing song playing and then it's like boom you have five seconds uh, until the next trailer and starts you have and you're to like watch, ah and then you I have, have to watch Kimmy Schmidt thing that you don't want to <laughs> yeah, watch because exactly. that's all they're hawking to us so at the I'm moment. like I'm like just like just relax Netflix I'm, I'm here I'm here every single night you have me <laughs> just like leave me alone no I that's just, how they get you let right me, <laughs> Let's go because we need to watch this movie. Okay. Okay. Bye. We'll see you in a bit. He's fucking dead. We, we know he's dead, but we didn't kill him. He like tripped for a murder or whatever. We didn't murder anybody. One, two, three, go. No. What? Ah!
name is Gibran. Run, Leilani! And the girl's name's actually Leilani. Shit. She's running too now. Kind of slow, like she's wearing heels that look actually amazing. We have to go to the police because we have nothing to hide. Why did you run from the scene of the crime? Good question, officer. That's me covering up my body cam so I can beat your ass. We're so fucked. We just need to find the guy the police are looking for. Do you suggest we actually go out there and solve a murder? It's locked. Did you think it was one of those men-only doors? All we need is a name. And then we're in the clear. Hi, we're back. We have watched uh, The Lovebirds. Uh... What do you think of that, Cathy? Oh, if you, sorry, if it's your first time here, we're not going to spoil the lovebirds. We'll just give you our general thoughts on this. And uh, then we'll go turn on to Spoiler Street, which is adjacent to where we live, conveniently. <laughs> and and uh, then, then we'll spoil Then we'll spoil it. Um, so, I loved it. I really liked it. I frankly... Was you loved it? You really liked really it? Really liked pick it. Pick a fence. Well, I pick both fences. What Wait, was pick a fence is not the same. I Get w- off the fence, pick a side. Pick a side. Um... I'll get off the fence and pick a side in that I pick both, a fence, both liked and loved then it. Then get on the fence. It's like you, I both like and love it. you. Um, but honestly, it was so not what I was expecting at all, like in any way, plot-wise. So well, before we get to spoilers, I would say, if you don't know the plot, don't Google the plot, don't look, watch your trailer, don't let Netflix force the trailer down your throat. Just go and watch it, because it's quite a delight. Um, yeah, we, and about 15 minutes in, you think it's one movie, and then it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different and, uh, movie. we watched it with my little sister Elizabeth, who's kindly now babysitting for us while we go out for our evening stroll. And... Um, she was the same like she was really enjoying how surprising it was and um, she knew neither of the the stars as well and she really liked them so kind of overall senses loved the plot because it was totally bonkers really good fun to throw on on a Saturday night um, the two leads were great um, I loved their banter felt like maybe a lot of it might have been ad-libbed by them they're very funny together um, they don't really have much I would say kind of to me I don't feel like much romantic chemistry I was going to say the same but very little if you're playing a kind of couple who's been together for a long time maybe that doesn't matter um, I thought they were both um, really funny and made a really funny comedic duo like they had comedic chemistry if that makes sense yeah like they were bouncing off each other amazingly well but it was more like they were just two mates two mates yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, from that perspective when they kissed it, it, it was weird yeah it really <laughs> it like, like two honestly, friends two brother and sister kissing I know it's a rom-com but like honestly I wouldn't class it as like hugely romantic like more com- comedic and I yeah. also think there's certain plot elements where for a little while all three of us got hung up on the the plot gets a little bit outlandish and you just need to park your disbelief because I was getting annoyed at some things that were happening they felt very contrived but then when I just embraced them and said fuck it I'm just going to enjoy this movie then I really enjoyed it so I needed to get over that hurdle of some of the farce um, yeah, the movie is absurd it's absurd <laughs> like so it's, overall it's yeah stu- I really it's recommend it's it it's stupid yeah. like it's in largely I mean it's very funny but I thought as well but it's it is largely a stupid movie the, yeah uh, I'm, but I'm, do you recommend it I d- yeah I do. I do I totally recommend it I don't know if I would re- it's interesting though because we were talking before we watched it about a cinematic release versus a Netflix release and I don't know if I'd be like oh go out go out now and spend your money on the lovebirds uh, yeah. I, I'd almost be like but but n- now that it's on Netflix I'm like oh yeah like just like flick that on that's a very it's a very easy watch I probably there's plenty would of laughs want, in it I'd still want people to go and see it in the cinema because I feel like it's a genre that like we should support and there are actors that we should support yeah but I agree if 
feels like it felt very appropriate to be watching at home it did and it's the kind of thing I would if I'd seen it in the cinema I would be like I would have probably just have preferred to have caught this on a Friday or Saturday night at yeah, home yeah it's not at the it's not at the level of the big sick like in any shape or form which is clearly just listening to our own words here this is probably why the um the bottom has fallen out of the, the middle budget movie at the cinema and that's why they're all streaming services because even we're not going to go yeah but a mid budget movie can be brilliant yes just, yeah, yeah, I know. it's just that this movie isn't brilliant but it it's not a draw a, it doesn't not, have a brilliant it? script it's not cracking as I say I really loved watching it so but it's like for example like we recently watched uh, rewatched. Uh, when Harry met Sally for a Valentine's Day episode and that is just a cracking script and that would have been mid-budget yeah like when you had like a Nora Ephron like like the language is fizzle like sizzles and and this movie actually I really liked how much both of the characters were always talking so it felt like one of those kind of like say Nora Ephron movies where people talk a lot and like they're really interesting characters I liked I liked listening to them talk to each other but when you introduce other characters they weren't as good because they're not as compelling as those two actors yeah I think what you're describing alright to, t- to draw your comparison then I think what you're saying is when Harry Met Sally is an amazing script that's elevated by two brilliant performances whereas this is an okay mediocre script that's elevated by two good performances because I really think no, that I'm not, Kumail I'm not saying that that's what I'm saying I'm not saying no you're trying to explain what I was saying to me which there's a word for it Ah, stop. That's not mansplaining. <laughs> is, That's um, not mansplaining. I was trying to make sense of what you were no, saying. No, I wasn't Isn't saying. That the opposite of mansplaining? I was saying that Harry Met Sally is a brilliant script and two brilliant leads. This movie is two brilliant needs and not a brilliant script. That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> okay. I was too busy being annoyed at you, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> a brilliant script elevated by two brilliant actors. Yeah. And this is an okay script elevated by two brilliant actors. Exactly. Oh, oh, so, so, so that's exactly it. So when I said... So thank you for explaining so, what I was already saying. No, I wasn't explaining it to you. I said, let me just get this straight. Do okay. I have this right? You oh do my have it right. God. Are you okay? You've got to stop throwing this mansplaining thing back at me. I feel like that's the first time it's been appropriate in a while. It just like, uh, that's not mansplaining. Well, listen, write in listeners. Am I man? <laughs> is that mansplaining? I don't know. Because if, if, if I am, I will t- listen to the masses and, and shut up. In <laughs> I don't think the masses are going to email. Um, um, but should we, like, I feel like we loads of fun with the movie, but like not a huge amount to say now about it. Thoughts? I've got plenty to say. Oh, then um, go. I think um, this, the, what it reminded me the most of was two movies, uh, the, the Date Night and Game Night. Uh, and I think it's in that mold of comedy. Yeah, because it is all set over one night, which we didn't say. But also, and it's about um, a couple on a farcical adventure filled with murder, which is funny because I haven't actually even seen Date Night. Uh, but I <laughs> but looking is at it, yeah, and Steve Carell. Yeah, but I feel like I've seen it having watched the trailer. Yeah, I think same. that's that's probably enough which for me. Is not at but all actually, Game Night is was a really good yeah. movie. Game Night is very fun. It's Surprisingly Rachel, good. Rachel so Mac yeah, Adams I don't. And um, who else is in it? Rachel McAdams and the uh, guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. So I I I actually like don't. Yeah, this is not a great like. It's not a particularly brilliant plot moment to moment it feels like that classic sort of sense for comedy of a load of like ideas strung together um, with not necessarily a brilliant core concept but actually it holds together fairly well it's got some nice sort of character moments but as I said the whole thing is just elevated by Kamel Nanjiani and Issa Rae who- If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023 
Why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you'll get their unlimited plan for 50% off. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Hurry. Offer ends January 15th. But just a joy to watch. They were yeah. re- I, they were, I just love them both. It was really, they were really funny in this. It felt like they were having fun doing it. And I, I, I kind of imagined this came across. Because interestingly, you said halfway through this, do you think they wrote this? And I said, not a hope do I think they wrote this. Because this just doesn't sound like either of them. And it's also just like, it's not in their, you know, it's not in their style, but it, I'd imagine, I don't know how it went down, but I'd imagine this came across their desk from their agents and they, and it was just like, they probably looked at that and said, this looks like a bit of fun and I don't have to like, Well, it's probably the really kind of thing that was shot in like 10 or, days. Yeah, exactly. It just looks like, it's like, the, also they don't, you know, it's probably a little bit of a break for them. It's probably a bit easier than writing to just like turn up and have fun and, and be in a comedic role and be yeah, an actor yeah of course that, that said it was, there was some physical stuff to this which was, was quite funny so like um, yeah I, I mean yeah I would recommend it stick it on will we go to spoiler street yes yeah. it's not a huge amount to spoil but we are going to spoil so we're giving you a three second warning here get to your phone though apparently people aren't listening on their phones anymore they're listening on their speakers Okay, so Alexa, <laughs> turn off this podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's going to turn it off for everyone. Lol. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, apparently no one's listening to your headphones anymore. Interesting fact. Um, or like us, if you're stuck at home with kids all day, you're not listening to podcasts at all. It's tragic. No, I don't, well, my podcast time has been massively squeezed. It is, well, because... it was the commute. Exactly, and even for me, I'm on maternity leave, so, like, I wasn't commuting, but... Like, I had free time because our older son was in, like, daycare, so I would be listening while I potted around the house. But now, I, like, I can't listen to a podcast with him, so it's just gone. I have been getting through some while I'm doing the dishes. Oh, quick podcast recommendation. I'm obsessed <laughs> with the Business Wars by Wondery. Um, I just, just, like, absolutely, like, sailing through that bit by bit as I, as I do the dishes for... 10, 10, 15 sailing. minutes every day. By sailing, okay, do you mean you listen to it 10 minutes I'm a day? I'm sailing, but like really slowly, like there's no wind. You're like, so I'm I sailing. I'm sailing. <laughs> I'm in a rowboat with no paddles. Uh, I've been listening to it for anyone who's interested in my podcast recommendation then. This is not in any way shade on, on the podcast. I really like it. It's just that I think there's only eight episodes and I've been listening for three months. I've been listening since the start of lockdown. Oh God. Because that's how little time I get to myself. Um, so it's called The Angel of Vine and it's... Uh, I've been trying to get into like fiction podcasts and I really struggle with a lot of them because they can often just be like kind of cringe like with the bad acting or like they take a lot of focus which is the other reason I'm behind in this you really have to listen but it's called Age of Vi- Angel of Vine it's set in the 50s in Hollywood and it's a murder mystery so I really like that now that's the podcast recommendation segment of the podcast yeah we've done. never done that before never done it let us know if um, you want to see it's quite interesting it. okay but um, also we will take us so long to finish those podcasts that we've nothing left to recommend <laughs> yeah I've been listening to that one for a while um, but anyway on to spoilers so, so what's fun about this movie is that it very quickly becomes kind of uh, they uh, they kind of are involved in, in someone's murder kind of and then they try and solve it over a night yeah um, and, and I think and um, that's when we were like this is I, silly I knew there was going to be a murder how um, did you know from the trailer I saw, saw like I saw the synopsis sorry I saw the um, 
first five minutes of the trailer whatever, or first few minutes I didn't because it's called Lovebirds so there's no clue in that so that's quite cool well that's quite interesting so I'm interested to hear what you thought when it happened were you were you like oh was that a huge surprise I was laughing because it does my come head out of off. nowhere so basically they're driving in the car it's really good so the opening of the movie is like them meeting it's like them, their first date and they're like are having the best time there's so much chemistry then it cuts to four years later and um they're having this massive argument like couples do over about the amazing stupid. race she's saying they should go on the amazing race he's saying they shouldn't turns out he's never even watched it they're having this massive fight uh, where he kind of it, it follows they're getting in a car to go to their friend's dinner party and then they end up in the car like having a massive fight and I actually d- breaking up I actually believed their um, their argument was comfortable brilliant comfortable animosity with each other yeah. and they're arguing well, I know we said we didn't they didn't think they had romantic chemistry but they had a great but argumentative chemistry chem- <laughs> that's it break up chemistry because <laughs> they felt Perfect. like the argument felt really real actually um, and it felt like exactly those stupid nitpicky arguments that couples have but it ended in quite a shocking thing where he said I could never be with someone who's so shallow as you and she's like yeah. okay well we're breaking up then and then but it, and it then very somebody appropriately felt like a re- thing he would re- instantly regret saying yeah because it was a very snobby thing arguments. to say to your partner yeah. like, and, um, and then <laughs> literally he, he's looking at her and she's looking at him like always happens in movies and people never crash but then he actually crashes into someone on a bike and then he stops the car the cyclist drives away and then someone else jumps in the car and says get in the back I'm a cop I need to chase him then he gets he basically murders the guy in the bike mows over him oh god like, that was a really time. dark laugh the, I was like the, wait the, what movie are we watching <laughs> I thought I was watching a movie called The Lovebird <laughs> so that was just really like in a darkly humorous way very funny but I enjoyed looking at their faces as he slowly reverses back and goes <laughs> forward again and then and he just once kept more. doing it and then he runs off and they're like well um, like look at us we're like I'm black and you're Asian and the police are going to just believe that we did this and look, we look really guilty and then someone comes along and they're like you ran over him you killed him and they're like no no we didn't do it so they kind of run off and decide to solve the mystery and that's when it got really farcical and I was like Meh. and then yeah, 10 minutes that, later I got into it at again. that stage yeah and you're right though it's a tonal gear change and you have to just like go. you have to, you, you have to go with it and stop trying to worry about the movie making sense or if you're if you're focused on the that the, the, the whole sort of house of cards here doesn't really hold up. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, like then, you think, like then it won't you work. Kind of think like is if they'd actually run away from the scene of the crime. That was the bit that kept catching me. And then when I just said, "Look, fuck it," they've run away from the scene of the crime. Grand. Yeah, I, I, same. I just checked out as to their motivations for anything, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna watch them have fun. But to be fair, they even kind of took the piss out of themselves because he he said, right on three and she was like on three what and he's like on three and he goes one two three and then he just ran and she was about to ring the police or something and uh, and then they kind of like it's kind of silly and the movie tries to do this thing of like Chekhov's gun where there was like a couple of things that happened at the start of the movie and they try to follow them through at the end like for example he's like oh what's the point of um, cigarette lighters and then at the end they use the cigarette lighter to like untie themselves or something and that stuff was just a bit like look you're not like knives out like your clues aren't that good yeah. Um, so that felt a bit like silly, but I have to say I really enjoyed. Like at one point they end up in this like kind of eyes wide shut scenario where everyone's wearing these weird face masks and like about to have an orgy. <laughs> and there was just some stuff like that that was like was really funny. Um, and then they like ended up kind of like being 
kind of what like nearly dying they did the one two three thing a couple of times and they never did they never did the same thing on three and then in the very end it was nice when they yeah, actually that's kind of neat did the same thing on three and then they ended up like back together again which I, think, I quite enjoyed I really liked the, uh, the the torture scene with the grease and the horse I thought that, that was, was quite, funny that was quite funny yeah and then like at the very end Take it's the like grease. a year later and they're actually doing the amazing great, uh, race and you know what that was a nice way to end the movie like yeah it was like nice, nicely bookended and nice and neat, and like, so like ultimately it was short enough. Like I think if it had even been a minute longer, it would yeah. have lost. Do me. you know what? It was just like it was just fluff. It was like just easy popcorn fluff, and that's exactly what I wanted from that's it. All I wanted, not yeah. Do you know what? Compared to the last rom com we watched um, on Netflix, what was that called again? Married, I repeat. Oh, this is so much better so than that. So much better yeah, than we, that. We watched that like a few hundred times together, better than that. Um, even though Love there was elements of that we enjoyed. Wedding repeat, wasn't it? Yeah, like this is this is way better, and this is like this is genuinely felt like quite original, whereas that just felt like wanna be four weddings. Yeah, but just poor execution on that as well. Like forever. I mean, this film isn't amazing, but it is executed perfectly fine. Exactly. So when I say I loved it, like I love watching it, I had loads of fun. I'm not saying it's one of my movies of the year or it's a movie I'll even think about in a year's time but if you want to chuck something on that's easy and just have a bit of a laugh I mean we were all laughing a lot throughout this we really we kept going what the hell like every scenario was getting more and more bizarre and you just really will enjoy watching the two leads together I think they're really good together so I, I said, "Will we draw a line under it there? I don't have much else." We to draw say. a line under Why it. Why don't we spend another forty minutes talking about podcasts? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing we do want to talk about, though, is it is uh, this is episode one hundred and ninety nine of of this podcast. If you could, so it's four cinema. years ago this month that we started our podcast. Is that right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hence, us coming up to our two hundredth episode, and we release approximately one a week. Yeah, I got it. Okay, 52. now so. Uh, fun fact we've released more than 200 episodes just a lot of them were called bonus and had no number in them Oh, when we do other reviews that's so fun <laughs> it's fun right I'm glad, you, <laughs> glad you dropped that I nugget. just can't believe that Like, we never would have thought that 190 episodes well A we would never have thought we'd do 190 episodes of this podcast and B we'd never have thought that after that after 190 it was all walking home from our home <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know hard to predict we really really miss going to the cinema which is where what we we were like how can we make our 200 episode special because we um we kind of ages ago had been planning for the 200 uh, to do a live show obviously that's not happening now um anyway so we won't go into what we're going to do but we do have a viewer's question that we'd like you guys to all contribute to um send us in uh some emails if you can dave what's the question because i've forgotten it okay so basically what we're looking for is we want to hear everyone's most unique or most unusual experiences at the cinema we're all missing the cinema and we kind of just want to remember and celebrate the 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 brilliant eccentricities of the cinema so like the experience of going to the cinema is so different from watching a movie at home because like there's so many variables it can be the setting it can be the people around you there's loads going on so like basically let us know your weirdest wackiest most interesting cinema experience good or bad but not including secret cinemas because we like that's already really cool production Kind of, it's kind yeah, of more. We're different. looking for more, maybe sort of the off kilter stuff that's yeah. happened. So somebody stood up and yelled something in the middle of a screen, or the movie uh, went on fire, or, or you know anything interesting that weird that's happened to you at the cinema, or just a unique setting 
Um, like we saw inside Lewin Davis at the Sydney Opera House outside on a starry night and it was just magical it was like transcendent or like when we were on our honeymoon because everyone does this on their honeymoon we went to see Spider-Man 2 in Thailand and yeah that's a standard <laughs> rite of passage as it was starting before it started everyone in the audience uh, stood up and started singing the Thai national anthem there was like a video of it on screen <laughs> yeah um, it was crazy and that so was obviously really we gave it a go as well of course we stood up yeah. um, so anyway that's kind of an example of the stuff we're talking about we just want to hear you guys talking about um, fun times you've been at cinema yeah so we're looking for um, we're looking for stories um, and we just want to uh, share as much of it as we can so send us um your cinema, unique cinema experience at the cinema um, to thecinemile at gmail.com and we'll read out as many of them as we can in yeah. our next episode. Um, awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you do want to chat to us about the Lovebirds, uh, it's... Where are we? We're at the Cinemile on Twitter and Facebook and, and Instagram. Instagram. And the Cinemile at gmail.com, as yes. we said. And I know I always say this, but if you've got a minute in lockdown, or maybe you're not in lockdown, maybe you're in... What's the country? Sweden? <laughs> oh yeah, anyway. Sweden has... Sweden never went into lockdown. Yeah. Uh, just, We've got some listeners in Sweden. We do. Hi Hello. Um, so listen, yeah, they're listening to us on their commute. They are, Probably yeah. on the way to the pub. I mean, not every... I mean, lots of people in England are actually working as well as key workers. So if you're one of those... Hello. Um... So basically, yeah, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. It takes a minute and uh, we always read them and we always thank them for them. So anyway... Enjoy the lovebirds if you go and watch it. Yes, Bye. and we'll see you for our 200th episode. Yeah, soon. I'm going to give you lovebirds a choice. What's behind this door or bacon grease to the face? I don't want grease on my face. Is it going to shit on me? Oh, take the grease. Oh, yeah, my love. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>